I'm going to change my job title to YouTube YouTuber. I'm going to call myself an influencer now. Babe, how, how good do you feel that you're married to a YouTuber and an influencer? Hi, my name's Harry. I'm a YouTuber. Stunning. That's why we're married. I've always got one one fan. Don't encourage him. <laughs> After the mic drops, episode 14. <laughs> here we are. And I feel like I say this. What a fantastic guest what this was. A fantastic guest. A real friend of the Red Club. I mean, I can say this with a degree of authenticity because Maria really, really is a friend of the Red Club. We love her. Um, we love Maria. Amazing. Um, I think probably one of the most insightful and kind of genuine people that we have interactions with. Absolutely. Um, but her episode... Filmed in the jungle room in the Altios. Yeah, filmed on site in the Altios office in Berlin. Just opposite um, the bar, which I helped myself to prior to the event. Cool, cool. <laughs> and that is they have a bar. In yeah, and that is part. That is part of the um, the thread of what we're talking about, right? Because they put. Should we do an episode where we get hammered? Many people would probably that argue would be quite cool. hammered a lot of the time. But I don't want to, yeah. you know, influence the wrong people because I'm an influencer. So. Apparently, so. Maria's episode was really was really good because focused on two two really core topics. I think one being the importance of a physical space. You said you were at the office for the podcast, the recording, and their office is particularly cool because it's almost shaped by the individuals within Altios, right? Yeah. They, instead of just assuming what people want, they ask the team, they interact with the team, they kind of, those decisions are guided by the people on the site and what they want from their office. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Yeah, they do. Um, it was really funny. We were talking about when they were, creating the office spaces and Maria put a big uh, engagement survey out there. Um, and when you are asked people like, what do you want from an office space to encourage people to use it? Uh, the assumption is that it's going to be loads of like games room, ping pong table, yeah, ball pit room. Yeah. But it was, it was way more pragmatic, way more like logical thought processes, which were like a prayer room. Yep. Uh, uh you know, a, a a, cha a nappy changing room, uh, maybe uh, childcare would be great. Um, things that, that are just more practical in life for you to go to the office and actually uh, be able to concentrate without these distractions that, that would probably come up. 100%. And I guess that's a good office. It should inspire, but obviously it should also, we think, minimise those distractions, right? Yeah. It's there to make your life easier. Um, so that was really interesting. So there's lots of stuff about the importance of the physical space. Yeah. But... Equally as interesting is um, Maria's thoughts on how TA should have a seat at the senior table, right? It yeah. can be a proactive department or function, not what necessarily a reactive one. This is, I mean, this is a topic we've we've touched upon in many other uh, episodes. It's it's a topic that I think comes up in conversation often with 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 lots of different clients. Um, because, you know, particularly over the last 12 months, we've seen such catastrophic changes in, yeah. in, in TA teams and structures because, you know, these, these potentially because uh, somebody at a senior level in TA didn't have the right seat at the table. Yeah. Um, you know, 
demand, uh, workforce planning and, and budgeting. These are conversations that should be uh, much higher up the food chain. Um, and yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's uh, a conversation because you, you know just by putting a, a financial target out there and a headcount number, it doesn't necessarily it help without having somebody in the room that can talk about how we're going to find those people, why are we finding those types of people, what the market, the talent infrastructure is like for for these types of people, and and then also how can we plan for the onboarding of these people and the retention of those so there's so many different things that come off the back of that and by having someone in the at the table at the, at the time of the discussions makes a lot more sense right 100 percent. and um yeah. i think we're seeing particularly for our partners that that cpo role is often becoming more talent ta driven yeah driven rather than necessarily hr, HR yeah hr sure. driven which is which is a really nice kind of transition or more of a logical mm. transition, I think. So yeah, loads of cool stuff in Maria's episode. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, check it out. See you soon. Ciao for now.